At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Bruce Dobigan, 29, Jeff. I have shoes that old from Bruce Dobigan. Jeff has, Jeff has no replies. Uh, this I is, would hope that the shoes yeah. that are 29 years old have been replaced. Yeah, I, would I would hope, hope. so. I would hope so. Yeah, way to turn it back on Bruce there, Jeffrey. This is from Nash at last name Nash. He said, I'm glad someone called this out. He was talking about our segment with John Legasa earlier. He said, I was a big first five better as well, and the one-and-a-half run line change from the half a run is such a weak, in capitals, move by the books. Only totals are now playable if you want to play local. Uh, this is from do to do Gen Southern Jet. He says, "You know I love the Braves, love for Michael Harris. You know I love the Braves, love for Michael Harris. But I caution you for Rookie of the Year betting. He may be overshadowed by Spencer Strider, who has a uh, K per nine of thirteen point three eight, one point one two WHIP in thirty eight innings pitched, a heater touching one hundred and two miles per hour, and a mustache that can change a narrative quickly. <laughs> oh, that's it's a very good point, Gen Southern Jet. That never hurts." That's for sure. Uh, this is from Doug Wedge talking about our uh, hockey segment at DJ Wedge Bets. He says I took a, a, he said I took the Avalanche preseason to win the Stanley Cup at plus five fifty. My hedge is in fact Vasilevsky Conn Smythe at six to one and Stamkos Conn Smythe at twenty to one. The very two guys we were talking about. Only one of those two can win it for Tampa Bay. I feel Doug. That's exactly what. You know we've tried to be, we've tried to get at with uh, with the NBA Finals as well, and that's what I was trying to get at with the Stanley Cup. Exactly what you said that Vasilevsky and maybe Stamkos those might be the only way to play by proxy that market get a better price. Just like perhaps if you have conviction in the Celtics, Jalen Brown for MVP still might be the best way to play that. Um, Jason Stark, hey, uh, not that Jason Stark, but another Jason Stark. He said, hey, Gil, uh, no need to reinvent the wheel. The official bracket, uh, the official NCAA page has the bracket. We know that, Jason. We know that. But in order for our graphics department to transpose it, uh, that has become a little bit of a, of a problematic thing. Matt Grissom, glad to hear some NCAA baseball talk this morning from Gil. One thing I'll add is that yesterday, Circa had Arkansas at 10-1 to and Ole Miss at plus 1050. 
uh, ten and a half to one. Those numbers have both moved, but if you're going to bet Arkansas or Ole Miss, Circa does have the best numbers. Shop around, always shop around for all this. Jeff, you're thinking about making a bet. Arkansas has gone way down, by the way, at Circa. They're now plus five fifty. So those odds essentially sliced, sliced in half as of about five minutes ago. So, yeah, A and M would be the only that would be the one I would be considering in hopping on this late, Gil. That's the one. I don't want to think about my 100-to-1 cash on Ole Miss. I'm just trying not to act like that's out there. Just Take any four of them. Any four of them. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke in Southern Cali. Do we have Jason? We have Jason, ladies and gentlemen, at Spreadopedia on Twitter. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. You got 100-to-1 on Ole Miss? Yeah, man, 100-to-1 on Ole Miss. That's uh, a pretty good bet. I don't have 100, but I think they're going to win. Oh, do you? Oh, from your list. Weren't they, weren't they ranked like number one in the country earlier this year? Oh, oh, Miss? No, not number yeah, one. Yeah. Are you sure? They, they were they were pretty good. Then they well, went unranked. They, yeah, maybe for a blip, but then it was Tennessee the rest of the way. Yeah, Tennessee was took the took the reins in the SEC, but they were they were one of the preseason favorites. I think. I, oh, yeah. I don't I don't do, I don't do a ton of college, oh. but I, I follow Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah, pre pre flop they were. There was a first of all the fact that so many SEC teams have gotten here is not that big of a surprise. Um, Arkansas in there, Ole Miss, Auburn, Texas A and M, just a just a going to be awesome starting Friday. I didn't know you bet this at all. Do you typically? Um, very little. I mean, there's also live betting, so like, yeah, I don't I don't mind doing some of the live betting with it because it's all just same numbers based kind of stuff, but. I don't enjoy college baseball because uh, the extreme, you know, yes. eight inning, eight run inning kind of stuff. It's just I don't enjoy that. The volatility, betting. the inning by inning volatility, is what is so uh, awesome on the one hand to watch, but maybe from a betting perspective, day to day, day in day out, maybe not your thing. So let me ask you about golf first, and then we'll get to Major League Baseball and what you got going today. Golf, did you bet the Live Tournament this past week, and will you be betting it moving forward? <sighs> Yeah, of course I bet it. I mean, there were odds, and, and they were weird numbers. And, you know, nobody really knew what they were doing. So I, I took a couple shots. I, I didn't win anything. Um, but, yeah, I'll be betting it going forward. I, I actually, you know, my, my opinion on this kind of stuff is more golf is always better than less golf. And, you know, if you had asked me a couple weeks ago who are your least favorite players on the tour, I would have said, Kevin Na, Bryson DeChambeau, <laughs> Phil Mickelson. You literally just took all my favorite players, or my least favorite players, and threw them on another tour. Like, it's so you're true. doing me a favor here. It's you so know? true. Yeah. It's so and, true. And I, I've been following the story with the, the Euro Tour, the DP World Tour. Apparently, the Saudis just offered them a boatload of cash to just buy the entire European tour. That's the rumor going around this week. So, um, this story is far from over. I, I am fascinated by it. You know, despite what Brooks Kepka said yesterday, he's like, I'm sick of talking about it. I'm like, okay, Brooks, whatever. I'm not. Um, and most people aren't. I, I think it's – when we get to the U.S. Open this week now, I'm sure you're, you have bets on this as well. Are you fading live golfers generally, or is that not part of your handicapping angle at all? No. Um, actually, the only future I bet so far, I bet Dustin Johnson 40-1. to 1. I'm, I'm thinking maybe, <laughs> yes. maybe he shows up this week and – Dustin Johnson, forty to one. I know his form isn't isn't what it was two three years ago, but you know there was a time he was a five to one favorite, a four to one favorite over you know fields of of comparative strength. So it's just like okay, like I'll take forty here. I I cannot blame you when you get DJ at that price for sure. So do you plan on adding to that? Do you think between now and uh, t- and tee off tomorrow? Yeah, definitely. Um, later today, I got a whole. You know, a bunch of stuff bookmarked to to read up on and then check up on. I just I yeah, I had to I had to take my dogs to the vet this morning. Everything's fine with them, by the way. Just oh. you know, hard to just get vet appointments. It's everyone talks about shortages and all the stuff, the baby formula, but vet their their vet veterinarian practices right now are through the roof. Everyone's busy all the time. Wow, this has turned into an Allen Boston segment, for goodness sakes. You're, you're flying with your dogs later this summer, right? Enjoy that. Oh, my God. Yeah, two, two of them. It's going to be uh, – I'm, I'm, hopefully Dustin Johnson wins. I can get a private plane and make it easier. There but. you go. There you go for the private plane. All right, real quick then, because we, we only have a few minutes. Let's do this uh, – it, it's blind resume, but I kind of tipped it off earlier on the show. But player A here, do we have these? Player A, player B. Oh, we don't have them? Okay. But anyway, you did something which was 
uh, Julio Rodriguez, you know, your stats, Julio Rodriguez obviously largely considered to be, you know, a well-known great rookie, you know, proclamation already of, of being a, you know, a shoe in for awards moving forward in his career. And then this is talking about the month of June. And this is before last night, you put up Michael Harris's from the Atlanta Braves. And this is before he went off. Michael Harris did for the Braves last night. And what you're, what you were getting at is there could be some value on, on Harris and the NL rookie of the year. Is that the upshot of it? Yes, that that home run last night kind of kind of cut the odds a couple places. Like I saw 40s yesterday that became 25s overnight. But if you look at like the Superbook, which tends to be more proactive in their numbers, he's down to seven to one. He's the third third favorite behind Mackenzie Gore and Norm, Norman uh, Nolan Gorman right now. So um, you know they've proactively moved him down. He's he's an elite defensive center fielder. He has power. He's He's really a five-tool, you know, center fielder. Probably the Braves' best prospect since Ronald Acuna. Since Ronald Acuna, wow. Okay. Um, and what do you have today in baseball? What have you bet? So my favorite bet yesterday was Dodgers under nine minus one twenty. I thought that line was was way too high. And uh, Tony Gonsolin, also one of my Cy Young picks, really really came through there. I'm running it back again today. It's uh, Anderson and Detmers pitching. I got under nine minus one twenty again. That's my uh, my play of the day. Okay. By the way, I brought up Gonsolin earlier on the show. Uh, we were just riffing in the first segment about how the fact that he's eight and no, and we went through the whole thing about how Flaherty started eight and no last year, and we sort of talked out loud about, hey, wait a minute, could win loss be a thing again? Like because. We've already, you know, for a decade now decided it wasn't a thing. Now, all of a sudden, if there's some win-loss outlier, could it be a thing? Well, Rios went 20-3 and three last year, and he finished seventh in the Cy Young voting. He only got three three points out of, like, 210. And so, Gonsolin being 8-0, like, do you feel like that adds to your, your your the possibility of your ticket getting there? Or are you like, yeah, it's not really a thing? It doesn't hurt, but I'm more, you know, the, 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 the positive signs really start with him leading the major leagues and ERA at the moment. Um, the, the issue is he doesn't go long. He's always pitching about six innings. But, you know, Corbin Burns was doing the same thing last year, and I call it the Corbin Burns precedent. If you're going to give the Cy Young to a guy who pitches 168 innings, then anybody's got a chance. So um, I'm very happy to be, having, uh, to be holding Gonsolin uh, 100-1 to here. Does Jacob Degrom still have a chance? Is there still enough runway? I'm starting to lean no. I've I've gone back and bet him a couple times at three hundred to one and big numbers. I think I saw five hundred to one, but I'm I'm out on the the adding to Degrom, unfortunately. Out on the adding to Degrom. Okay, well that makes sense. All right, and then the last thing here because we only have thirty seconds, so you only have the one future on DJ here for the U.S. Open. What is what do you typically do in a tournament like this? Do you do you do a lot after round one? Do you wait to the final round and live bet the heck out of it? What what typically happens with you? You know, you, you always want to see if somebody really comes out crazy hot the first day or two, um, and then there's always the variance. You get you can get good numbers live early in a golf tournament. You know, especially on a favorite starts with a bogey or something. But usually I just stick with what I do, what I bet pre, pre-flop. So I'm, I'm mostly in on DJ here. All right, Jason, good luck with the dogs. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you later. You too. Jason Weingarten, everybody, at Spreadopedia, host of the Wide World of Weingarten Podcast, wherever podcasts are distributed. More U.S. Open golf. See you, Najad and Reed Fowler, back-to-back next. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on the Numbers Game, live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay and his 29th birthday are with us today. Both Jeff and the birthday. Jeff, we, ne- we never uh, talked about, you're obviously a Mets fan, but we just got a tweet that reminded me of this. We never talked about the Mets no longer having Noah Syndergaard and Noah not really being that great at baseball anymore. How do you feel about that, that, that once he left the Mets, this is not typically how it works for your team? It's pretty evident he's still not 100% healthy. And look, you got to give the Mets credit, actually, for deciding against bringing yeah. him back. I, I know they offered him the qualifying offer. He said no. The Angels signed him to a pretty similar one-year deal to what the qualifying offer would have paid. I'm a little surprised. And also, too, uh, the, the fun thing right now with people that that uh, that are in the media in New York right now, because Syndergaard was supposed to start against the Mets on Sunday night and was moved. So the whole narrative is that he's completely uh, completely ducking the New York Mets. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. It, it, for, uh, not making that start on Sunday night. But, uh, yeah, no, look, everything is so far has come up Mets so far. It At really some has. point, maybe you'll turn, but this team feels a lot different than usual. Syndergaard was not terrible yesterday, but it was uh, inefficient, let's put it that way. 81 pitches through four and two-thirds. He, he's not striking people out like he yeah. used to. He's not overpowering anymore. That's right. Only five Ks against three walks yesterday against the Dodgers. Dodgers two to nothing win. You see the Yankees and the uh, Rays, a, a horrible just drop by Margot in right field. Ends up being the difference in that game. Yankees beat the Rays by the same score yesterday. I know we got to get to see her here, uh, Gil, but yep. Garrett Cole has drifted out to ten to one to win the Cy Young again. Seems that seems like a surprising drift, doesn't it? I'm, I I brought it up a little while ago where I think the the pendulum has swung too much against him, like the whole last year complaining about the the ball change. I don't know. <clears throat> a lot of these guys, you know, when you look at their advanced stats, their their baseball card stats don't seem to hold up. I think Garrett Cole may may just provide some value at 10-1. to 1. Let's talk some U.S. Open, the 122nd United States Open at the Country Club at Brookline. Sia Najad joins us from Sirius XM Radio. How you doing? Gil, how are you? Jeff, happy birthday. I'm doing well. I just booked my ticket to uh, your neck of the woods for my fantasy football draft in September because I'm a child. Because <laughs> you are. Sia, you are a child. You're an attorney child is what you are. Uh, right. you, you also, of course, uh, should be noted, your, your Twitter bio has a lot of things, NFL and PGA analyst. Uh, <clears throat> by the way, you can follow Sia at S-I-A-N-E-J-A-D, Sia Najad, uh, but also co-host of uh, Win Daily Show at SiriusXM Fantasy, uh, World Series of Poker main event casher at one time. Uh, so you do a lot of stuff, first cut pot as well. So let's get right into it, Sia. What are you looking for here for the U.S. Open? What kind of profile of a golfer are you looking for? 
You know, as you might expect with a major, you, you do need the all-around game to a very large degree. And what I mean by that is you want to be really good off the tee. You want to be good on approach. And specifically, you want to be good with the around-the-green game. And, and the reason I say that, and I just give the emphasis, the italics to the around-the-green game, is purely because it's going to be very hard to hit the greens here. So if you don't have a good short game, you're going to be in trouble, um, especially when you consider there's going to be some wind and rain that's going to pick up. Um, while I think it's great to be on approach, you could you could say that for really every tournament. Hey, you need to be good on approach. You need to be good with your longer irons, which you do need to be here. Uh, it's the around the green game and the off the tee game, specifically keeping it in the fairway and being good with the short game. That's what I'm looking for. By the way, I can't get through a Sian Najad segment without pointing out that Santana Moss, one of the all-time very goods, proudly displayed over his right shoulder. There it is. There it is. Yes, you got, indeed. You got Magic and Bird and Tiger and all kinds of people, and then there's Santana Moss. Love it. All right, so this yeah. is anecdotally, see, let me just say this about this major. Typically, mm -hmm. and this applies to most golf tournaments, most of, our, most of our guys will come on and talk about golf. They're kind of aligned on the same guys. I have not found that to be the case this week. Like, there's a lot of people who are like super Jordan Spieth, for instance, and there's a lot of people who don't even mention Jordan Spieth. Let's start with your outrights. I believe he's one of them, correct? He is one of them. I mean, and so I... I understand why there's a diversity of opinions here for a couple reasons. One is because this is a different U.S. Open track than what we're used to. Um, what I mean by that is it's a little shorter than your typical U.S. Open track. But more importantly, there's just so much talent out here now. So you got guys like Cameron Young and Davis Riley and Mito Pereira and Will Zalatoris that are sort of mixing in with a lot of like the bigger names that we traditionally like to pick in these majors. So I think in this day and age, you're going to find a lot of diversity of thought. But in, in this tournament in particular, perhaps, because some people aren't uh, emphasizing around the green game as much as I am. Some people aren't emphasizing accuracy as much as I am. Now, Jordan Spieth is an interesting name because he's not super accurate off the tee, but I think he's accurate enough. And I love how he navigates a course. What I mean by that, if to the extent you need to be positional off the tee and you need to be creative around the green or creative on approach, Jordan Spieth really is that guy. The putting can sometimes be a problem, but every other part of his game is really good. The reason I put him on here, though, at 25 to 1, I think he can get him at 28 to one in certain places is simply because it's good value. Listen, you can't take the guys at the top unless you want to live bet them pre-tournament because they had a bad Thursday or Friday. I'm not taking Rory at 11 to one. I'm not taking John Rom, even though I like John Rom at 14 to one. Those are just bad numbers in this full field full of talent at the top. So I looked for somebody that had relatively short odds like Jordan Spieth, 25, 28 to one was good enough odds for me. The only two other guys that I have on here because I do like to live bet in tournament. It's Hideki Matsuyama at 40 to 1. Now, the betting market is just not respecting Hideki at all. Maybe I'm missing something, but that number should not be 40 to 1. It should be probably closer to 30 to 1. If you recall, he got DQ'd from the memorial because he had some illegal paint on his driver. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying you want to play the revenge narrative here and, you know, because his valor and honor was tarnished, but at the end of the day, it's. 40 to 1, Hideki Matsuyama, very talented golfer. The other guy, Max Homa, he's coming in real hot. He profiles really well for this tournament. He's 45 to 1. His number has come down, so I think he's receiving some action in the betting market. But as far as outrights, the rest are going to be in tournament. All right, so you also played some first-round leader numbers, and I love that you do this every week. Um, who did you end up with here? And explain to folks, I guess, um, why it is that you have seized on these people, on these players, not just for the first round specifically and not for the full tournament. Yeah, and Gil, I'll admit, it's a tough sell. I don't know how I got so hot in the beginning of the year. I've always bet first-round leaders, but if you recall, I went a 12-week stretch where I hit six out of 12. It's which amazing. Is kinda, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's also absurd, and we had this conversation where, like, I don't want to be the first-round leader guy because these are fickle and sort of, like, somewhat gimmicky bets. But with that said, what all I'm trying to do is find value in first-round leader bets. If I see a number that isn't right, especially on a guy that I know can flash for a – a round. Like the reality is I don't need these guys to flash for four rounds. And sometimes that's where you get value. I'll give you an example. Let's say Brian Harmon, who I have at 90 to one or Sebastian Munoz at 80 to one. Do I expect them to be great for four rounds? No, not really. But I know Brian Harmon has a good U.S. Open track record, even though he's a shorter hitter. I know Sebastian Munoz can get really hot, especially in first round. So I'm getting 80 and 90 to one on those. So so that's just like I, I see value and I pounce on it. The other ones I like are Sung J.M. at 45 to one, Cameron Young at 50 to one, Max Home at 50 to one. And then I mentioned Munoz and Brian Harmon at 80 and 90 to one. And then as just a, another long 
bomb. I put in uh, Siwoo Kim at 110 to 1. I will say I do put out my first round leaders on Twitter every week around Wednesday night for anybody who's interested in okay, that. Okay, at Sia Najad. By the way, I'll say to you what I said to you the first time you told me this, that you hit this many first round uh, leader bets. There are worse things in the world to be called than the first-round leader guy. Mike, that is that is a ridiculous – you're right, it is absurd. But the fact that you've hit that six out of the last 12 weeks is just insane for a yeah, first round. And just, just to be clear, thank you, uh, it's not six out of the last 12. It was six out of 12 in a stretch between, I think, February and, and May or what, what, whatever it was. But so 12 times. Okay. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, six out of 12, I hit the first round leader. So Jeez. three months, I hit six. So the point is, you know, I have cooled off since then. Anybody would. That's a ridiculous mark. But I'm hoping I can keep it going at least through the end of this uh, FedEx Cup season. Yeah. I mean, you may, ne- you may never hit another one for the rest of your days betting golf. That's the thing. Like, that's how absurd that w- what we just talked about was. All right. Uh, real quick, because we only have 90 seconds seconds here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you did some derivatives. You have top 20s with Spieth and Berger and M. So some of the names are going to be familiar yep. with what you had in the outrights. Uh, give us your matchups here before we go. Yeah, and I'm glad you asked about that because I think in-tournament matchups are really important. Those are things I sometimes post on Twitter as well, but I have four matchups here. This is where you make your money. You don't necessarily make it with the first-round leader bets, of course, in the outrights. Those are tougher. I'll give you four here. Daniel Berger, plus 105 over Dustin Johnson. I think most people would look at that and they'd see Dustin Johnson as the major talent there, but I do like Daniel Berger here at plus 105. Brian Harmon, minus 120 over Jason Kokrak. I already went over him. Xander Shoffley over Patrick Cantley. I believe that's Xander Shoffley, minus 120 over Patrick Cantley. The last five U.S. Opens, Xander Shoffley has finished seventh or better. Think about that. Seventh or better in the last five. He is just a master at these tracks. Jordan Spieth, minus 120 over Cameron Smith. Those are my four matchups. I love it. See, how much you sell me that uh, Santana Moss throwing up the 21 for Sean Taylor behind you? How much you sell me that for? Well, first of all, it's priceless, but I'll try to get one for you regardless. <laughs> okay, it is absolutely that. priceless. It's the Sean Taylor part that really is, is the hook there. 100%. Absolutely is. See, I appreciate you coming on, man, especially at short notice. Enjoy the tournament. May your bets cash, sir. Thank you very much, Gil. Thanks, Je- hey, Jeff. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you very much, Sia. Sia Najad, everybody. S-I-A-N-E-J-A-D from SiriusXM. Check out his uh, first round plays, among others, on the Twitter feed. More U.S. Open. It's tomorrow. Can't get enough of it. Reed Fowler joins us. Also an NFL and PGA guy from DraftKings. That's after the break right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Skill Alexander, it is a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Birthday boy Jeff Parlay, 29 years of age in tow. Jeff Parles, 29. Do you feel old? Oh, I am every day. Come on now. <laughs> 29. You know what I was doing at 29? Number one slow jam show in San Francisco. There we go. Yes. Nice. Rocking the jams. Reed Fowler joins us. First time ever on a numbers game. Many times on primetime action, but first time on a numbers game. Our uh, NFL and PGA analyst from DraftKings. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Gil. Did you play a lot of boys to men back when you were doing the slow jam- slow jams? Because dude. if you weren't, then you were doing it wrong. Dude, trust me. I was doing it so okay, right. Good. There was a lot Take of boys some shy, to men. Some all for one. Oh, oh yeah. some shy. Reed bringing it. It's your favorite shy jam since you bring it up. Oh, God. I put uh, myself on the spot here. I threw the book, uh, at, threw the book at you. Don't be Googling, Reed. the one? Uh... Wow, did they sing If I Ever yes, they, Fall? That one, Reed, yeah. Reed's just going to sing a cappella for us today. I know. I'm a multifaceted guy. All of your U.S. Open picks in a cappella. <laughs> That's what we're doing this for this segment. Uh, all right, man. Uh, we'll talk to you about the NFL some other time. But it is the yeah. United States Open starting tomorrow, which is so great because, I, I mean, I think I speak on behalf of so many golf fans and betters who are like, there's nothing we like more than like a, watching these guys struggle on really difficult mm-hmm. golf courses, which is exactly what the country club at Brookline is set yep. up to be tomorrow. Correct. 
Yeah, it's isn't it human nature, right? As when we see a car accident, which is bad to say, right? We want to rubberneck, we want to see. That's why traffic just dissipates after you see that. And that's kind of what this is going to be for the next four days. And it starts tomorrow, right, Gil? I mean, it's yeah. fescue all over the place, chocolate chocolate mounds, which I didn't know was a thing until I started doing research on the country club. I didn't either. Could you explain right. that to people? I just learned about this also. I mean, you just take a look at it. I'm, I'm guessing it. it's kind of as if, in my mind, and I'm, this is probably not true at all, is that like the chocolate fountain is what I'm thinking about. Because when you look at some of these courses, if you do the, the Golf Digest overview, hole by hole, whatever it may be, you see that these mounds just look like they just drop off like a, basically like a drip, right? So it's like a, it's, it's basically like an upside down bowl, but very narrow, right? We know that bowl greens are the case, right? Where you you get the upside down bowl, but these are, a lot more accentuated and they're random, right? You could hit your ball in the middle of the fairway on some of these holes. And if you hit it on the wrong side of this mound, it could bounce into the rough that's three to five inches thick. What did they do? So, did they just let grass grow over like tree stumps and stuff? Is that what that is? Well, this used to be, I think this used to be like a, you know, an equestrian, like a horse racing oh, um, I you see. Know, uh, piece of real estate way back when. Right. And so they, and what Gilhans does and Gilhans is also the guy who renovated Southern Hills. And so he also did this as well. Uh, a big marker of his, you know, of his archi architecture is he brings it back to the normal, uh, the normal course, right? He tries to get the normal layout, what it was originally and bring that back and to accentuate a lot of what it was, you know, in the, in the quote unquote old times. Um, so, and, and that's what you're seeing. So as if the small greens or ridiculously right. punitive rough wasn't enough, here's a chocolate <laughs> drop or whatever we're calling it in the middle of a fairway. Enjoy that after you're perfectly right, exactly. hit ball. All right. So yeah. uh, I want to get to your place. Cause obviously yeah. uh, that's what people are here for. Uh, what do you, uh, I'll ask you the same question I asked of other golf guests, which is what, what generally is the profile of golfer you're looking for or, or can you really, seize on certain things. I guess you have to if you're handicapping this. And who did you land on outright? Yeah, so you, I mean, we took a look at any majors, right? And, and and golf now is a younger person's game, especially when you look at the major and especially when you look at the U.S. Open. For whatever reason, the trends are pointing towards guys who are in between that 25 to 33. I know that's a big range, but when you take a look at the guys who have won so far, that's usually the case. The Open Championship caters a little bit more towards the experienced golfer just because of how you have to play that type of course. But you usually see those type of players here at the U.S. Open win. Even though it's a transient, even though it goes from place to place every single year at the U.S. Open, you still see the guys who in total driving, which is a mix, obviously, of distance and accuracy, uh, do extremely well. I'm skewing a little bit more distance than accuracy, but you know, if I have to split it right down the middle, right? 50, 50, I'll probably skew less, less distance than most analysts are doing because I still think you need to get the ball in the middle of the fairway, right? I'm not discounting a guy like Colin Morikawa if he doesn't hit it 320 yards, even though you've seen guys like that win this golf tournament. So I'm looking at that. And I think we touched on it a little bit, right? Talking about the fescue, talking about bogey avoidance, talking about smaller greens, you, you need a guy who can scramble, save par. And the one person that I landed on that fits that mold the most is Sunjay M. Mm. You can still get him right now at 40 to one on DK Sportsbook. Um, he was as as high as 60 if you got him on the weekend or if you got him a couple of weeks ago. You take a look at his bogey avoidance. You take a look at his distance off the tee. It's not great, but it's not terrible. And it's the, it's the scrambling, right? It's the scrambling getting out of uh, getting out of trouble and then saving par because the winning score might be three over or excuse me, two over or, or two under right around that range. So who, uh, who's the guy or guys that you have heard others like this week where all of your analysis takes you off of Like you have no part of which guys, like who doesn't fit the bill of what you were just talking about? Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say this, but someone like a Maddie Fitzpatrick, like, I think everything points to him doing really well. I like him a lot. Um, but when you take a look at, at what you, I think you have to do uh, based off of what I just said, it's more of a, I look at what he's doing in a short game, right? And there's multiple ways you can do this. There's, you, there's the, the bomb and gouge, quote unquote. You can't really do that because you can't run it up on these greens. So the distance, the sheer distance off the tee or the prowess off the tee game or something right around the green short game. And, and when you take a look at Matthew Fitzpatrick, what he's doing currently right now is both of those things. Having said that, all the stats point to that, right? 
that he still hasn't won a, a golf tournament on the PGA Tour. The U.S. Open actually is the major that usually the you know the people get their first golfers get their first major, their first major win. But still, right now, even though I think he, you'll probably see him in the top five, top ten for an outright bet. I'm still not there yet with Maggie Fitzpatrick, even though I think he's going to do well. I'll be thinking of you if he's high on the leaderboard on Sunday. I'd be like, oh, for Reed's sake, don't let this happen. Um, <laughs> what know. was so beyond the outright then? And Sung J M is your is your favorite of those. Mm-hmm. What was the derivative market, or maybe a head to head? What's the what's the other better bets that you like the best of the bunch? Yeah, it's a couple of top 10 bets. Top 10, Tony Finau. Uh, I'm still going to bet him outright because I like to do that. I like to you know, lose money in Tony Finau every week. <laughs> so but I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep on doing that. You feel like uh, you got to bet know, him for every tournament in perpetuity? You got to. Yeah. Right, because when if, if I don't kill and he wins, then, then you know, pie in my face, right? Absolutely. So uh, Tony Finau, top 10, because he's a guy that, again, fits the mold, right? He's he's. Getty's gaining stroke skill, which is weird, putting and around the wow. green. So when you're doing that and you're Tony Finau, you got to bet that a top 10. Sam Burns as well. I think Sam Burns is another one of those players who's going to contend, but maybe not get there just yet. So I like him in top 10. And here's a deep name for you, Francesco Molinari. We haven't heard Ooh. much of him at all, right? He's not been playing well at all. But take a look at what he's done in the U.S. Open. He's got solid finishes in the U.S. Open. I still think you can get him at five to one for a top twenty on the DK Sportsbook. Find it, you know. I'm here to promote DK Sportsbook, but I want you guys to win money, the most money possible. Shop that around because Francesco Molinari is someone that pops at the U.S. Open. That type of archetype who can keep it potentially out of the bad stuff and uh, and uh, avoid the bogeys that will come. You do any first round leader bets, by the way? Yeah, Aaron Wise, Keegan Bradley are a couple of players that I got my eye on. Uh, KH Lee, Russell Henley, too, right, Gil? Like, Russell Henley yeah. always pops at these type of courses, and he pops early. And he can make birdies when, like, no one else is making birdies. So Aaron Wise, uh, Aaron Wise Russell Henley, Keegan Bradley, because he can throw out the first pitch at Fenway, and he's a New England guy. So got to give a nod to that. Yeah, I forgot about that connection with you. So uh, last yeah. thing here, because we only have a minute. You brought up Sam Burns moments ago, mm-hmm. and I brought this up earlier this week, which is, do you, I guess, you know, I use my casual friend, Tom, Tommy's my buddy Tommy in D.C., who I've known the longest. Love, I mean, he knows everything about football, but in other sports, he's sort of like casual. He knows who mm. Scotty Scheffler is. But if I say to yep. him, hey, you know about Sam Burns? He's like, well, yeah, I guess I know the name. Like, why is Sam Burns still so undervalued in all of these markets? Does not make any sense, does it? No. And that's kind of how Colin Morikawa was last year. I'm not saying that Sam Burns is Colin Morikawa or, you know, coming up. But you take a look at what he's done so far. And a lot of it is marketability, too, right? Does Sam Burns have that marketability that someone like a Scotty Scheffler does when he's winning all of these tournaments, winning Augusta, winning the WGC, you know, number one player in the world. When you don't have that moniker and you're a casual fan, you're not going to know who Sam Burns is. But he is a name. Like, he was a name last year to to keep uh, to keep on your ledger, right? To, to know that he was going to win you money this year, and that's what he's doing. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's the next guy to come up. Reed, you got me pumped up, man. I can't wait for this tomorrow. At Reed T. Fowler, that's R-E-I-D, on Twitter for all of Reed's uh, golf and football stuff and beyond. Who knows? Maybe he's talking about other stuff as well. Thank you, Reed. Appreciate it, man. All right, Gil. Take care. You too. Reed Fowler, everybody, right here on the Numbers Game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Jeff and I wrap it up. I don't know. Birthday. Birthday boy. He gets to talk about whatever he wants to next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. 29 years old today, Jeff Parlay. What does that make you? What's the sign? You're a Gemini, right? Gemini like me. There you go. All right. Um, Kevin, the corner, a bit of a historical numbers game thing happened this morning where you had to use the restroom before Kevin, which is that was, that was a like shocker. A, let's, for the embedding parlance is what about a 50 to one dog hitting? Oh, I think more than that. Yeah. Uh, that that's almost, uh, that's almost a hundred to one territory. But nice. I, I look, you know, I, I had to take advantage of my free Starbucks drink that they give you on your birthday. Do they do that? That's yeah, they do. If, uh, through the app, we got my free drink and, uh, it was, uh, what it did was, you select? I went with uh, I went with a green tea lemonade this morning, so a kind of a variation of an Arnold Palmer. And, oh, nice! And uh, as you know, uh, tea can uh, tea can go through you quickly. <laughs> it's a diuretic, is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, you know, I bring up the fact that Kev is in the corner. Kev makes this show happen each and every day, almost each and every day. We have the other Jeff in here one day a week. Uh, we talked about Los downstairs struggling with the college baseball bracket, how he almost blew his mind. But the point is we we never bring up how how many people it takes to make these shows go on and and how hard everybody works. Um, on primetime action, I'm sorry, were you about to say something? Oh, I thought you were about to uh, chime in. Uh, on primetime action, you know, I always talk about how Matt Brown, uh, Matt Brown and I are on the desk, but really Kelly Bidlin is essentially our co-host, even though he's in the producer's chair. And this came up yesterday. I don't know how it came up. Isaiah found it. But the the NBA draft is next week. Now, we don't treat the NBA draft quite like we do the NFL draft in terms of betting. But we will be talking about it from a betting perspective between now and the draft. The, the issue is, is that there's not really widespread markets available to talk about in general. So, you know... We don't talk about it necessarily beyond the number one pick a week in advance. By the way, do you have a, th- a thought on who the number one pick is going to be at this point? I mean, Jabari Smith is a minus 550 favorite to go number one. Because Holmgren at one point, Chet Holmgren kind of drifted in there and then not so much. As soon as Orlando won the lottery, I yeah. think everyone knew the direction it was going. So anyway, back to Kelly, because I just want to give people <laughs> just want to give people props. And Kelly, by the way, is just the greatest dude in the world. But one of the things that has, uh, has he's lived with for, I guess it's more than a decade now, 
is there's this there's this Twitter handle called Freezing Cold Takes. <laughs> and this is a guy who runs the handle. Apparently he's a nice dude who like just scours Twitter through the years for just ridiculous freezing cold takes. And so Kelly, and you have to know Kelly, like Kelly when he talks is like super animated. Kelly put out this tweet before, what year was this, Jeff? Do we know what year exactly this was? It had to have been 2010, 2010, right? excuse me, 2011, actually. All right, 2011, right before the NBA draft. And what happens is this guy, basically the guy who runs the Freezing Cold Takes account, on the anniversaries of these Freezing Cold Takes, he throws them out there again. So Kelly's about a week away from having his Freezing Cold Take from the year 2011 exposed once again and here it was from 2011 and you have to use this kelly's voice we made him say it in his voice last he's like i'm sorry but i've seen Kawhi leonard play about 10 times and if i was an nba gm i would take chris singleton over him now this is just so great because let me just say this in uh in all honesty i thought jeff i thought chris singleton was going to be spectacular and when the wizards drafted him i was so pumped i was like yes he is going to be a wizard for 15 years. Yeah, not so much. Kawhi aged. <laughs> Kawhi aged a little differently. Anyway, so poor Kelly. Every year this comes up, this guy throws it out. So, uh, Oh, man. It's just he's got to live with this. And Kelly said that he got in contact with the guy, and the guy says of all his freezing cold takes, this might be one of his favorites. Just because of Kelly's I'm so- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I've seen Kawhi Leonard play about 10 times. Uh, it's too good. Anyway, NBA draft next week. I'm sure we'll have some uh, some betting insight once once they actually proliferate. Do you end up betting the NBA draft? It's not the same as the NFL no. draft, where you can fi- obviously we you know this better than anyone. You find a lot of things in the NFL draft that you can make profits on, and obviously, even though it was a different route to profitability this year for yep. you, yep. Uh, you were still very profitable on it. It's not as easy with the NBA draft. It just isn't. It's. Yeah, it's because different. because teams can afford to take flyers, right? They can afford to take much more of a long term view on some of these guys. So you just that's that's part of the dynamic, and then it's super. You you kind of know more clearly who'll go at the very top, and then it sort of drops off a cliff, kind of thing. As opposed to the NFL, where you have some better sense, a little deeper into it. Anyway, it'll be fun. Again, like I said, this five week stretch is actually pretty sneaky good. Two golf majors, one tennis major the NBA draft, college world series. So there's a bunch of stuff going on. It's after that where it kind of like goes into oblivion, dead of summer. So we look forward to that. The other thing we didn't talk about here in our last few minutes here, Jeff, because we we were huge on basketball yesterday, obviously more than half the show was about the NBA coming on the heels of a uh, game five of the NBA finals and the amazing performance from Andrew Wiggins, Steph not hitting one single shot from behind the arc. First time that had happened with Steph and, over 200 games, talking both regular season and uh, and postseason, and yet the Warriors still managed to figure out a way to win a basketball game. And as was uh, as was stated very clearly by uh, was it stats by stats yesterday on Twitter, it was really a historical anomaly for the Warriors to take that three to two lead. The Warriors' first team in NBA history to miss 30-plus three-pointers. They missed 31 shots from the eye in the arc. They were 9-40. of Shoot at least 15 fewer free throws than their opponent. They shot 16 fewer. Have a rebound margin of minus 5 or worse. It was minus 8. And yet still win the game. Regular season or postseason, teams have been 0-27 all-time with that combo of stats. By the way, Steph, just to be uh, accurate about it, Steph had gone 233 games regular season and postseason without, you know, hitting, you know, never having a game where he didn't hit one from behind the arc. He was 0 of 4 back in November of 2018. That was the last time. Anyway, to the point, do you feel any differently right now going into game six tomorrow as you, uh, you know, from what you felt yesterday? Do you want any part of this pre-flop? Do you want any part of this total-wise besides the spread? Or do you want to dabble in that MVP market, which we talked about, where, again, someone like Jalen Brown, if you believe that the Celtics are going to come back, don't you play? Even though Jalen Brown, yesterday when we did this, he was 25-1. to Now he's 15-1. to Even still at that number, would you play? So let's take it step by step here real quick. 
individual game-wise, I still want nothing to do with anything. If you're looking at the MVP market, Gil, we talked about it this yesterday, as you said, Jalen Brown is still the only Celtic that's bettable at the numbers that are out there. And I, I said last week that maybe if the right scenario, and this was right on the heels of game three where Marcus Smart had a great game, Maybe if the right scenario happens, Marcus Smart could steal this thing. And then, of course, Curry had the all-time game in the Marcus Smart tickets. If he had them, we're all donezo. But based off of watching the series, and this goes back to what I said earlier in the week, why are we? Why have we proclaimed that Jason Tatum is the is the guy? It's very weird. When him and Jalen Brown, where Tatum is probably better than Jalen Brown, but it is they're both all stars. Jason Tatum's not this mega superstar that a lot of people have proclaimed. He's still very good. He's still a legitimate all-star. But this thing is pretty even to me if Boston wins this thing. Now, I would be concerned about any Brown Jalen Brown tickets because the narrative would be if Boston wins, that Jason Tatum is their best player, it's the ultimate team, we're going to give it to the best player on the team and to everyone else, it's Jason Tatum. That's my big concern. Even though they just gave him the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Like, will, will, will there be some voters who will be like, well, you just won that. How many people even care about that, even though it exists now? Well, to, to the voters. To the voters, that's what I'm saying, yes. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I mean, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just spitballing here, well, Jeffrey. Well, again, I guess the only precedence for that would be you got to look back at T, uh, in baseball because they give the NLCS and the ALCS MVPs out still. Who's won, who's won both? Didn't, Who is, didn't Corey Seager win back-to-back? Right. That's yeah. the most recent one that I can remember in 2020. Mm-hmm. I know that because I had him for MVP for the season. He didn't come close. And like he ninth. wins, dominates the postseason. Trolling. <laughs> All right. Hockey tonight. Enjoy that. Golf in the morning. Can't wait for the U.S. Open. And then game six of the NBA Finals tomorrow night. Nice little 24-hour stretch. And beyond into the weekend, we got going here. Enjoy. Lombardi Line next from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.